You are listening to another Youth Ministry Podcast, a podcast of the Board of Youth and Young Adults of the BFC. We exist to refocus, recapture, and realign student ministry with a grace-filled and God-focused vision. I'm Chris. I'm Jared. I'm Tim. And we just want to say good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Whatever time you listen to us, we are so glad that you do, especially when we have such immature podcasters on the air. I just love that that that's become our thing, like that good morning, good afternoon, good evening, like... You just you just started that saying it like the like first episode. I did. That's Chris. Or first couple episodes at least, and then it's just become our it's our ours. tagline. Copyright it. It's tagline. We should. No one else can say good morning, trade, good afternoon, or good evening. Trademark that. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> good, what? Well, yeah. how about this? How about we let them do it? But every time they do, we get we, a nickel. We get a nickel. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I like it. And then we'll be professional <laughs> podcasters. Ah. Oh, there we you go. Solved our dilemma. Solved. Anyway, you just you just rescued Tim from being exposed. I don't know if you heard it. I almost busted out in laughter. So good. And uh, because. He's popping his, uh, this is why we don't. Over there. This is why we don't do video. Yeah. Just, uh, or maybe this is why we should. It maybe would keep we us should. Should we get all polished and proper? So, really quick before we get started today, we want to talk about our fundraiser. We're looking to raise uh, 1.3 million dollars um, by the end of the month. Uh, we want to um, have a new facility uh, to be able to record in. We want to be able to hire staff. So, if the Lord would put it on your heart to give towards that amount. Um, that would be much appreciated. So I'm going to add here, that if that ever happened, I don't know if that's the career direction I was looking to go. <laughs> Sorry. No, that's just to pay the staff, not pay us. Yeah. Oh, okay. All pay right. the staff. We got to pay interns and producers and yeah. rent the space or buy Thanks, the space Chris. or whatever. Yeah. And buy the equipment. And, and one point three makeup artists kind of and all a, that kind of stuff. You know, makeup, <laughs> makeup artists. If we're going to go video, we got to right. polish some Yeah, 1.3 million was just a number that came into my head. That probably wouldn't even be enough today, actually, with inflation. Yeah, I guess like a couple months of podcast. We, we could certainly lease in a, a location. Yeah, yeah we, we could, could build. No, no, definitely not build. So stay tuned for our next episode with, about what we could do with your money. I'm just, <laughs> kidding. I'm just kidding. That's right. What can we you do? Know. Now, I, I, it's a little, you know, eerie saying this on air, but, uh, and we have to get approval, but I was, you know, I feel like it's time for another giveaway. Uh, oh, we true. should think about doing that in a future so episode to come. Throw something in on here, though, that is true. Um, this podcast <laughs> is funded by the Board of Youth and Young Adults. It is. Um, the Board of Youth and Young Adults. It's sponsored by the Board of Youth and Young Adults. Funded by. Funded's a big word. Funded's a, We're working on getting it funded we are, by we are, our. We are. We are. Working. We're working. I wanted to throw something in there. Just let him throw in what he's throwing okay. in. Sorry, go ahead. A, a lot mean of, to interrupt you. Our Again. support in our Board of Youth and Young Adults comes from any of our churches that do support it, which is very few. Yeah. Um, but the this our Board of Youth does a lot of stuff from help, helping youth pastors and creating events for youth leaders, equipping youth pastors. And then this is, we're part of the leadership crew of the Board of Youth and Young Adults yes. yeah. with this podcast. But we have young adults, we have the youth ministry piece, um, but we do a lot. Um, and if you are one of our BFC churches or if you're someone that loves students, Students. Um, again, this is funded because we think it's something important that we do, but reach out to us, uh, let us know. But just throwing it out there, we're not looking, we're, we're never looking for your money, um, but with their the ministry has cost. Yeah, we wouldn't say no to your money. Definitely yeah. not. So, yeah, that's a good point. If you are a member of a BFC church or if you're a member of another church and you just have extra money laying around and like to support this ministry, uh, please contact us, reach out to us. Um, our email and stuff is in the in the notes, and you know it by the end. We'll say it again. Right. 
So it would go to the Board of Youth and Young Adults. And even yeah. to just put this in perspective on that, I guess it's totally off script. Wow. I, I, this, look, 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 look this what this happens. Can start. This is in the friendly banter but, part. But uh, yeah. But in the in reality, if 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 our churches each gave us fifty to a hundred bucks a year, mm-hmm. we would be able to accomplish so many of the things that we'd like to do. Yeah, and I think it's important. We say it all the time, but people don't get to hear it from stuff from sponsoring students to um, different events that we have, or or creating events for leaders to go, or sending leaders yes. to equip them. Some churches don't have the finances, and one of our the goals has always been in the board of youth is to actually be able to equip the leaders that are not full time staff members. Um, and that's why even in this podcast, you've heard moments where we talk about um, different, volunteers, yeah, volunteers, pastors, paid, non-paid, um, from also from just paying for podcast costs or paying for uh, a registration program for events. So mm-hmm. just throwing it out there and make um, we've been trying to get better about letting people know the opportunities that there are for helping the youth, uh, the youth our adult leaders and the young adults inside of our denomination. And that's what our board is supposed to be doing. Yeah. Amen. And so speaking of non-paid leaders, uh, we're talking about onboarding leaders. Uh, mm-hmm. We started the conversation last week. Not waterboarding. Onboarding. Okay. Yeah, don't waterboard We're not leaders. torturing them. That would be, you probably would lose all of your leaders. <laughs> <laughs> and go to jail. But anyway, yeah. side, side point. We talked about last week <laughs> about <laughs> praying, having that conversation, right? That initial conversation, uh, test, having them test drive. And then that, by that, we mean visit uh, a night or two, uh, a couple weeks of, and see what your ministry looks like. What does it look like in a week to in, week out uh, setting? Um, and having that conversation, meeting with them, talking about their goals, their expectations, their yeah. gifting, their interests. Uh, and so you can really get to know them, not in a very informal interview setting right like you're not grilling them like oh well, what'd you do blah 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 like you would interview someone for a job per se but it, it mirrors that in some regards because you're getting to know them and you want to know where they're where they're sitting and so you've gone through that process and you're kind of laid out the expectations and so before they start where's what is the number one thing that needs to happen before they sign up and they start serving in your ministry let me say there are many things that are important from just a spiritual Bible uh, perspective, or just even practical. But in our day and age, in 2022, and especially in the state of Pennsylvania, you need to make sure that they have their background checks. Um, That has to be done. And you need to make sure that they they don't just have background checks. They have all of the required background checks. In In our state, there are three depending on how long they've been a resident in the state of Pennsylvania. If they've been a resident in the state of Pennsylvania more than 10 years, it's two. But if not, there are three. They need to do it through the Child Protective Services in Pennsylvania is one. They need a police background check. That's two. And they need to be, yeah. And then they need the FBI fingerprints. Mm -hmm. And, and, And another thing, just for to stay current on that, you need to do this every five years with these volunteers and including yourself. Um, and so I think some That's of them are important. shorter than five years. So just make sure you know. Yeah. I believe some of them are Someone three. in your church needs to be on top of that. Our office mm-hmm. to handle when people expire. And put this out there that some of you may be in the wonderful, you might be in a church that has this already set in place that they're the ones, they, they you tell them you have a new leader that you're bringing in. They say, mm-hmm. okay, I'll take care of that. And they reach out. Um, yeah. I, we are blessed at Calvary to have that when we let them, our 
secretary know new leaders she does all the gives them all the content and how to do it mm-hmm. um, but if you're you know building a youth ministry and you're on your own you're gonna have to find these links mm-hmm. um, you want to make it easy I want to well, add that you want to make it easy for your leaders because this is not easy to yeah, be yeah. honest and don't, just in don't case make them good do it in case you don't give them the connection in case you don't know this um, I know at least the Pennsylvania ones I'm not positive about the fingerprints I think even there if you are paid uh, to work with minors, required. Well, yes, well, that's not. Regards, yeah, that, 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 that's not what I'm getting to. If you are paid, it costs you or the organization. But right. if you're a volunteer, it's free. Yeah, right. So, right. Uh, yeah. So don't let that be a hindrance. Like, yes. oh, we don't well, have money it, in the budget. To do yeah, that. no, you have to. Uh, yeah. to do that. So anyway, background checks, background checks. A couple of ideas with that. Um, what we what we started doing just just now. This is maybe the practical tip of the day to bring that back. Ooh. That's an old. Uh, which, I don't know. That's that's like retro. Already. Which button is it? I don't know. Oh, oh no! That was fitting because that's how I feel about the practical tips. <laughs> but this is an actual good practical tip. Yes, tip. this is. This isn't just think of whatever you can think of. Uh, we we just started on our on our badges that people have to wear with their picture on it, so that we you know parents mm. know who they are. Yeah. We put a little stripe at the bottom in yellow that has the required clearances those people need and when they expire yeah. so that, you know, we can. Now a question about that. All right. I'm thinking just from a small church uh, point of view. Sure. Right. If you're a smaller church, like Seagrass is a larger church. Right. They have a lot more volunteers. So what, what does that look practically for a church? If you have like five volunteers, do you do the whole picture? I mean, I think you at least do a badge, yeah. some kind of, Mark so that yeah. guests you know, know you're a leader. Who a volunteer is? Yeah, yeah. it's just important to identify people. Yeah. Um, and what you can tell parents and and students, um, new students, obviously the ones who've been there a while, they'll know who an imposter is. Right. But you just say, do not do not trust anyone mm-hmm. who is not wearing one of these. Now you better have backups in case they forget because right. I have you know leaders that have will bring their badge home. Oh, it's, yeah, yeah, that's bad. But, yeah, it's just it's just in our day and age, it's just so important to be you know diligent and vigilant in these areas. So anyway, background checks. We don't want to beat a dead horse, but just make sure that that you that that you do that. And this other aspect, when they're before they begin, Tim brought up this, and it takes work. You, you need committed volunteers, but it, I think it's worth it that you pair them with a buddy or a mentor, someone that's going to be their go to person. Uh, cause let's just be honest here. I don't, I, at this point do not serve as a youth leader in a particular small group. I just don't do that. I know you did that for a while, Tim. I don't do that. I do other things on, on Sundays during that, that time or lately it's been cleaning up, <laughs> but, um, we don't know all the ins and outs of what it's like. So we should pair them with somebody who's actually doing what they're going to do. Well, and what you do is you would create, you want to create a program. You want to have a mentor and a mentoree. Um, so the mentor understands that, hey, you know, it could be a simple uh, expectation of you're going to pray with those individuals, um, you know, encourage them, ask them how they're doing. And then for the mentoree, they realize who that person is that is their mentor and they know they can ask them questions. Um, they know that if they are having struggles, that that's the person they can send the prayer request. It just, I think it's healthy. Yeah. So well, quick. and also just as a training side, you want, you want to pair them with your best leader so that they're going to mimic right. who you can make a copy in a sense of what super you already leader. have. Super leader. Yeah, that's right. Well, with wearing a cape. I, well, we've already trademarked one thing. Uh, I think you just created a new word, mentoree. It's not, no, it's, a, it's not a new word. Mentee. It's what? I believe it's mentee. Okay, keep going. <laughs> We're going to look this up. Yeah, mentoree is it's like not, mentor. 
e. Mentor is it's mentor and it's mentee. Mentee, I believe it's yeah. mentee. Interviewer and interviewee. I believe it's mentee. You don't mentee. add the e to the r. Wow. A- a- am I right? Yeah, mentee. Can I, can I get some kind of a- a- applause for this or something? <laughs> or laugh? Thank you. Are we laughing at Tim? Sure. No, that's great. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Ah, yes. I love get. learning that's, something that's new. Mentee. Yeah. Literally, mentee. That's, mentee. I, I hate like that minty. word. But minty. Like minty. Yeah. <laughs> I like mentory <laughs> better. That's not yeah, but that's that's a, not a mouthful. Mentory. Mentee. Do you want, let me ask you, do you want to be, be a mentee? No, I'm a mentor. I, I, I think of manatee. <laughs> like a manatee. Manatee. Well, thank yeah. you. I'm minty. learning something new today. Terrible. All right, we're way off track. It's okay. That's great. Okay, back on track. It is back on track. All right, so mentor and mentee. <laughs> mentor and mentee. So you're pairing them with a mentor, uh, the to mentee. Be a mentee. <laughs> yes. And uh, the other thing that Tim brought up that I think is in our conversation before this is very important is that, it, well, if you're not having leader youth leader meetings already, you should. And obviously, if you only have them quarterly, this could be difficult. But if you can, it's really important if you can at all possible to have them attend a meeting, maybe even in the in the steps we talked about earlier, if they, you know, they're not quite sure yet and they want to see what it's about, but especially once they've committed, you want them to attend a meeting, pray with the group, hear what you're talking about, be able to ask questions. Um, and then I, I would even say um, when they come and test drive, whether the meeting or and or the, the evening that they come out to the youth group gathering, send an email out or talk to a couple yes. of your trusted leaders and say, hey, what'd you think about so-and-so? Or you, you paired up with them that night they visited. How how they do in your small group? Mm. Did they were they just quiet? Did they talk? How do you think they interacted with the kids? Right. Because mm-hmm. um, if there are any red flags, they could pick up on them. Well, not only red flags, but also opportunity for you to um, help continue to move this person along. Right. Mm-hmm. Or or the, maybe the mentor talks to you about the the things they notice. And you say, okay, let's uh, l- uh, encourage them to have some good conversations with them to keep growing. Uh, you this new leader. So and, and I think that's great. I think it's important to keep in mind when you're doing that to the two extremes. The one the the one thing would be if they showed up and they didn't say a word to a single student. Mm. That's a bad thing. Yeah. Um, now, if they're just being quiet, you might talk to them about it. The other extreme, and we've 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 had this um, with people that have been interested. They come in and they sit in on a small group. I had a leader come and share with me. He, he was pretty upset um, that the person who sat in just literally talked for 20 mm. minutes straight. He couldn't even cut him off. Mm. And it was just difficult. Um, yeah. Well, Chris, I've been meaning to talk to you about this, but I'm uh, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Please do. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's obviously rough. Like you don't want them coming in and especially being like, hey, I know everything I'm going to tell you. And they're the new guy. And the new guy. But also, you don't want that to be the pattern for small group because you don't want the, you don't want the leader to be preaching again yes. for for twenty minutes. I also like that, uh, Jared. You didn't you, we didn't bring this up yet, but um, Jared said as well for these people before they start, he had a handbook mm-hmm. um, for like his youth group. This is the youth group handbook that might give them like ways we uh, operate, things yeah. that we do, things that we don't do. So one of them in there could be we don't we don't try to over control the small group time. Yeah. It's we are listeners and we ask good questions. Yeah, that's that's training. That's good. Mm-hmm. I like that. So they are uh, meeting with a mentor. They're meeting with the whole group. They're getting their background checks. Um, The other thing might be to figure out and talk to them about where they're going to fit. 
And I think this this is discussing um, what their interests are. For example, um, we're able in some of our groups, we have two leaders uh, because of the size or what have you. If your high school group or 11th and 12th grade, whatever, already has two leaders, plenty of people, and your whole is with sixth and seventh grade boys or girls, and your leader, this new person comes in and says, I don't work well with middle school. Well, sorry. <laughs> That's where the need is. It'd be good to discuss that before they start so that, you know, and and I, I, I even tell them, you know, if they come in in the spring, I'd say, hey, don't get attached to this group because that over the summer you might be assigned to a whole nother one. Now, actually, mm-hmm. thankfully, what I've been able to do the last few times is they've been able to stick with mm-hmm. those kids because what we've done is we've put two grades together. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Yeah. yeah there, I mean, well, we can also add in here too. We do know that some of our listeners might be the churches that are larger capacity that because of space, they're split into the, the junior two, high, middle yeah, school, small, yeah. separate. So yep. you may never run into that. You may right. be recruiting for separate ministries all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe you're even bigger and you've got that junior uh that junior high youth guy, and then you got the senior high yeah, youth guy. Yeah. But we don't but, know who's listening. But, right. um, but again, you're right. You you can't. You bring someone on, um, and you have a need. You better let them know that your kind of goal was to have them fill that need. Yeah. So for sure. All right. So you, they committed. They've they've met. They've you paired them up, uh, and so their first night, their first official night. What what's the game plan? What do you bring out the cake and the ice cream? Make a big deal. Obviously, you greet them, right? You you make an announcement, but what what kind of things are we looking at their first night? Part of that depends on your culture. So I, I, we never put this in here, but at this point, I hope at some point now officially you have let not just your leaders, but now your parents know your new leader. I think that's huge. Like mm-hmm. they need to know that you have a new person on there in your youth ministry program officially now. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a big one. So, um, so on that note, do you do a, a profile, like a little picture, get a little bio? I think that's awesome. Send it out. To I have. Yeah, that's good. I haven't, but I think that's really neat. I think we. I think we could do better mm-hmm. um, in our youth ministry to send out little bios. That also is like exciting for them because it like feels like it's something officially that they're using the way God has called them, and now. It also allows the church to get to know them better. And when I say that, it's like the, the, the these families. families yeah. Yeah. Um, so I would do something beforehand, whether you do the bio, but or anything that, hey, um, uh, Keith is starting with us. Uh, he He's excited and a little, little brief. And we just want you to know, please pray for Keith as he now will be engaging in part of discipling your 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 kids. Yeah. You know? so. No, that's great. All these good ideas. And, and uh, this is probably my last school year. That's That stinks. <laughs> just, just pass them on to the next. Yeah, guy. I will. So, but now we're at that. So now you're at that first night officially. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's important that you, the youth pastor, really may prioritize greet them, mm-hmm. introduce them, uh, instruct your leaders to greet them. Yeah. Now, if they've already made it to a, a meeting, per your point, uh, they've already had those pleasantries, those introductions the, mm-hmm. for the first time. But there are times where I, you know, this goes back to their test drive night. You want people to greet them and, and know they're coming. And mm-hmm. But uh, especially their first night. And I, I would even, I always introduce students to their, usually when there's a new student to their youth leader, but I think it'd be very important to introduce their, the new youth leader to their, his or her new students. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and to make sure that that goes, all those connections are there. And then they are checking in on them throughout the evening Hey, any questions? How are you doing? And maybe mm-hmm. that's where you uh, you assign a mentor 
who that's their job that night because you're usually uh, having to yeah. keep the whole night going. Teaching. This is, we said that it's not, we don't always have the ideal situation playing right. out, but I think the ideal would be that they get to be with their mentor um, through even learning and watching mm-hmm. them lead a small group for like a month or two months, yeah. depending on if you're in the situation where you are, you have a really healthy mm-hmm. set of leaders already, then you can like lean on this hard. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't, if you don't have like you're in desperate need, you might find that you're you're doing the work and they're following you so that your other leaders can keep focused, but then you're getting them equipped. Yeah. Um, but I think you should do something. Don't just don't just throw them. Like don't just throw them in immediately. Right. Well, I think. The- to Chris's point, if, if you have that, well, that, I would call it a luxury to have two leaders per group, pair them with that and even do that a couple months, but if, if you can't do it for the year and see, get their feet wet and get them equipped, whether it's you doing it, whether it's another one of your best, better leaders or whatever, super leaders, as we called it, getting them, watching them grow in that mentor mentee um, process. Um, but yeah, checking with them, but even setting up uh, regular times to check in with them throughout like my my process is maybe three or six months like checking in saying how how are things going we're, we're getting our feet wet are there issues are there problems are the red flags on your end that are coming up that you weren't that you didn't think of before before we committed to this i i think uh, while i'm sitting here listening to a little bit of confession one of my biggest regrets in my you know time i've been at cedar crest now that i'm hopefully getting close to being finished with student ministry is that I didn't pour more energy into equipping the leaders, um, you know, with one another. And what mm-hmm. I mean by that is I, I felt like, and this is probably just my my youth, it was on me. And it was one more thing I had to do. And I, I had to, you know, I, I heard that all the time. We want teaching, we want equipping. Mm-hmm. So I, I subscribed to, to Rooted Youth Ministry mm-hmm. and we watched some of their videos. And then, oh, those weren't, those weren't, they were helpful, but they didn't, they said they weren't worth the money we we're spending. Mm-hmm. So we stopped doing that. But I, I just didn't think outside of myself, you know, which is pride and 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 just I think just being naive mm-hmm. that hey, you, what create some system where the you, the current leaders are training the new leaders, not mm-hmm. you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like they're the ones doing it. And so I think this is very important and uh you know, I'm I'm sad that I am seeing this, but also, you know, I'm excited for the new guy to to try to hey, I would encourage you to really focus on this. Mm-hmm. It's it's Nice to be able to sit around and three different people that have been in youth ministry that are considering with all the different gifts that we have in the room. Yeah. When you thinking outside the box to advise people, we are gonna we are going to advise people in a better way than what we've done, exactly. yeah, and that's a that's a that's important. Yep. Yeah. And we've made that very clear. We have not been perfect in all these avenues, no. but we want to encourage you that the listeners to do this well and learn from us. Well, thanks for listening to this episode of another Youth Ministry Podcast. Please connect with us on Instagram at Another YM Podcast, or we would love if you sent us an email at Another YM Podcast at gmail.com. Send some money. <laughs> <laughs>